الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونطوب إليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد We praise our Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our master our creator our provider our sustainer we seek his help, his guidance, his mercy, his forgiveness. Whether Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses with guidance and Islam, then no one can misguide. And whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leaves to go astray, due to the one who turns away from his guidance, his signs, then no one can guide. We testify that no one has the right to be worshipped except our Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his final messenger and his servant. To proceed, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for granting us a blessing to have another Friday, another day to reflect and ponder, another day where we can pray in congregation and remember him subhanahu wa ta'ala. We thank him for this blessing that allows us to stop and to pause and to take a break and to leave our work and focus only in remembering Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu idha nudiya lis-salati min yawmin jum'ati fas'aw ila dhikrillah. O you who believe if the fall to Friday is full, then hasten to the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَذَرُوا الْبَيْعِ ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ And leave business, and leave work, and leave anything that can distract you. This indeed is better for you if only you knew. The Sahaba رضي الله تعالى عنهم, they used to love remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they would say that we would regret an hour that will pass. And there is no remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because in the remembrance of Allah, the heart finds rest and finds peace. And they will even say, Hayya bina As if it's an activity or something to do. Let's meet up, let's gather, and let's remember Allah for one hour. Well, let's remember Allah for some time. Where they will sit down and they would reflect 
and share reminders amongst each other and talk with each other and give beautiful speeches for the sole purpose of purifying their hearts and increasing their iman. And this is extremely important for our hearts that constantly needs cleaning and purification. Throughout the week, especially in our time and in our society, we are faced by many fitans. We are faced by many temptations, by ghafla, by falling and making mistakes and sins. And we are faced by muharramat in front of us. So therefore, the nafs is in constant need of looking after. And if we are not careful, then we can ruin the nafs. And this is why today, we will speak about this important topic. Tazkiyat al-nafs. How to purify our souls. How to purify this nafs. Why is this nafs very important? Al-Azim, the Almighty, la yuqsum illa bi'azim. When he makes an oath and mentions it in the Quran, then the Azim only makes an oath on matters that is also great. He subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالشَّمْسِ وَضُحَاهَا وَالْقَمْرِ إِذَا تَلَاهَا وَالنَّهَارِ إِذَا جَلَّاهَا وَالْلَيْلِ إِذَا يَخْشَاهَا وَالسَّمَاءِ وَمَا بَنَاهَا وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا طَحَاهَا وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears and makes an oath by the sun, the great sun and the brightness it provides for us and the moon which follows it and the day when Allah displays it and the night that covers it and the sky and the one who constructed it and the earth and the one who spread it and the nafs and the soul and the one who made it the one who inspired it to perform righteousness the one who is truly successful indeed the successful one is the one who purifies it and the failure the one who is not successful he has failed the one who corrupted his nafs Look how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the nafs after all of these great creations. As if the creation is like an introduction. They are all great, but it's an introduction to a matter that is even greater, which is the nafs. And when someone reflects upon the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, automatically it is meant to purify our nafs. When we see the skies, the mountains, the oceans, the rivers, the waterfalls, the stars, the galaxies, who is the Rabb of all of this? Who is the Lord? Who is the Creator? Subhanahu. <laughs> 
ربنا ما خلقت هذا باطلا سبحانك قنا عذاب النار. These signs, the mu'min, he reflects and he ponders, either standing or sitting. He looks at the sky, he reflects upon the day and the night, he reflects on the galaxy and he says, Oh my Lord, you have not created all this in vain. Subhanak, glory be to you, Ya Allah. We start having ta'zim of our Lord. We start reinforcing the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah is making an oath and then he refers back to the nafs and says the one who is successful in this life, the one who will have a good akhirah is the one who is zakkah. The one who has fear of Allah. خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ وَنَهَا النَّفْسَ عَنِ الْهَوَى فَإِنَّ الْجَنَّةَ هِيَ الْمَأْوَى the one who he restricts and he disciplines the nafs, he controls his nafs from the hawa, from following sins and temptations, then indeed paradise is his destination. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us how great this nafs. And in fact, it's one of the maqasid, one of the purpose and main objectives of our prophets. And messengers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, It is he who sent to the unlettered people a messenger. It is he who sent Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam amongst the people of Quraysh, and then amongst the Arabs, the illiterate people, a prophet and a messenger amongst them, to recite the verses and to purify them, and to help them do tazkiyah of their nafs. رَبَّنَا وَبْعَثْ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِّنْهُمْ يَتْلُوْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِكَ وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam, he made dua after building the Kaaba, after calling people to the oneness of Allah. He made a prayer because he thought of a succession plan. What will happen after me as a Prophet? Oh Allah, send to them a Prophet who will purify them, who would teach them the book, and teach them the hikmah. Allah likewise says, Many verses in the Quran shows us that the objectives of the prophets was to teach their people and to purify them. And this becomes more clear when we study the hadith of Jibreel alayhi salam when he asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam what is Islam and what is Iman and what is Ihsan. 
And in regards to Ihsan, he said Ihsan is to worship Allah Azza wa Jal as if you see him. And Islam and Iman makes a person reach the level of Ihsan. And he makes him feel like he's in a position and he is in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that only through this he would reach purification. And the scholars, they said Ihsan and Tazkiyah is the same meaning, even though they have different names. So we need to ask ourselves often, what is the strategy and the plan? How can I purify my nafs? Many of us, we study the deen. We study fiqh as-siyam. We want to fast properly. When we go on hajj or umrah, we study the ahkam, the fiqh of hajj and umrah, zakat. But how many of us study fiqh and nafs, ahkam and nafs? How many of us know the pillars of tazkiyah? How many of us know how to clean our hearts and our soul from the dirt and the filth from the sins? Because salah is not just a few movements. This is how to pray. This is how to do rukur. This is how to do sujood. Neither is song just about being hungry and thirsty. But instead, salah and song have great objectives. Both is to grant us tazkiyah. So tazkiyah is an objective. And tazkiyah is something that we should always try to achieve through all of our a'mal. When we give sadaqah, and when we pray, and when we fast, it is all to attain tazkiyah and taqwa. وَقُولَ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهُ لِي وَلَكُمْ الْعَظِيمِ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ The Prophet he informed us that every part of the body has hak and that we all have duties and responsibilities over people. So we need to give give every right is due right. Give your family their right. Give your body their right. Give your work their right. And the Prophet ﷺ informed us of one of the biggest rights. And he used to always begin his khutbah by saying, وَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنْ شُرُورِ أَنفُسِنَا وَمِنْ سَيِّعَاتِ أَعْمَالِنَا I seek refuge in you, Ya Allah from the evil and the sins of our nafs. The Prophet ﷺ, he said in the Sahihain that indeed in the jasad, in the body, there is a part, there's a piece of flesh. And this piece of flesh, إِذَا صَلَحَتْ صَلَحَ الْجَسَدُ كُلُّ 
وإذا فسدت فسد الجسد كله ألا وهي القلب If this piece of flesh was rectified and righteous, the whole body is righteous. And if it's ruined and corrupted, then the whole body is ruined and corrupted. Indeed, this piece of flesh is the heart. And the Prophet ﷺ also said, لا يستقيم إيمان عبد حتى يستقيم قلبه. The iman would not be rectified except when the heart is rectified. ولا يستقيم قلبه حتى يستقيم لسانه. And the heart will never be rectified until the tongue is rectified. This shows us that iman is connected to the heart. And the good deeds or the sins connects back to the heart as well. And that the Iman increases with righteous deeds and it decreases and becomes weak with the sins. And this is why the Prophet ﷺ mentioned the Lisan. Because the Lisan, the tongue, is one of the main factors, one of the main reasons why people commit the worst sins, major sins. Easily, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Are people not dragged by their faces or their noses except due to the sins of their tongues? Except due to backbiting, to slander, to lie, talk about people, to try to tarnish and ruin the honor and reputation of innocent people. The tongue. The Prophet وسلم, when a woman was described that she is a righteous woman because she prays a lot and she fasts a lot. But the people don't know that this woman, she slanders and she harms her neighbors with her tongue, causing lots of fitan. The Prophet وسلم, he said, This woman, even though she prays and fasts, but the evil she commits from her tongue will lead her to the hellfire. This is because the salah and the siyam is between you and Allah. But the tongue that affects the society and the community and causes division and fitan, this is not just between you and Allah, but also the people and the hukuk of the people. So therefore, we need to ensure that both the heart and the nafs is good and that our actions are good. And when someone fixes his nafs and his heart, then even his actions, his thoughts, his dealings and transactions with people also becomes good. The person transforms. He starts to have a pure heart, a soft heart, a white heart because his qalb is tahir, is clean and pure. And the Prophet وسلم, he said that the true believer, the true Muslim, is the one who the believers are safe from him. He's a harmless person. They're safe from his hands, his actions, and his tongue. He's not a person that speaks ill about others, or attacks and harms others. This is the true, true believer. Likewise, the qulub that is maribah, that is sick and ill, these are the people that envy others. These are the people that are 
negative. These are the people that try to put others down. Those are the jealous people. These are the people that look down on others. These are the people that have sort of done. They always have the worst assumptions of every circumstance. These are the people that have kibir. They are the arrogant people. These are the people that have ujbil nafs, obsessions with themselves. They love themselves. They think they're better than others because they have amrad. They have illnesses and diseases in their heart. With these illnesses, they need urgent treatment because these diseases can spread. And when a disease spreads, it only becomes worse and it can only destroy that person. The Prophet used to constantly make this dua. And from the dua, he used to say, وَأَسْأَلُكَ قَلْبًا سَلِيمًا Oh Allah, I ask you for a heart that is salim, that is a peaceful heart, a good heart, away from illnesses and diseases. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to constantly say, Allahumma aati nafsi taqwaha wa zakkiha anta khayru man zakkaha anta waliyuha wa mawlaha. Oh Allah, grant my nafs taqwa and purify it. You are the best one to purify and clean it. You are the wali and the mawla. You are the caretaker and the lord and the master. So let us inshallah ta'ala work on trying to gain taqwa and muraqabah of Allah. Remember that Allah is always watching us and that we are careful and avoiding the sins because the sins is what poisons the nafs. Let us inshallah ta'ala have sabr, patience and have shukr. Always give thanks to Allah ta'ala for every blessing and to remember his blessings upon us. Let us do dhikr more. For indeed the dhikr, it polishes the hearts. Let us spend time every morning and every meeting, every evening remembering him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us try to prepare for the akhirah and prepare for our graves, which every single person has a book slot in. Let us inshallah ta'ala sit with the salihin, sit with the righteous people, sit with the scholars and the people of knowledge. Let us sit with people who are close to Allah, who will help us become close to Allah. Let us read about the righteous and the pious people of the past that will inspire us and help us improve Try to be like them. Ya Allah, O you who believe, have taqwa and be with those who have set the righteous and the truthful people. Let us read more Quran. For the Quran is a true shifa. It is a healer and a purification for us. Let us sacrifice our money, which we love. Let us sacrifice it for the sake of Allah. Let us fight the greed which is a disease in our heart, and give it to those people who deserve it. This is not your money. This money is for the poor and the masakeen, and for the community, and for the masajid. So give up your extra money and give sadaqah so that you can purify yourself.
and you are not from those who regret after passing away, oh Allah, give me just one more moment, so that I can give sadaqah. That's the first action you will do, because you know the money is not going to help you in the grave. You want to get rid of it to transform them into good deeds. Let us meet our brothers with smiles and spreading peace and salamu alaykum to them. Let us try to reconcile and forgive others. For indeed, this purifies the nafs and grudges in our hearts will harden the hearts and it will delay our entrance in Jannah and it will delay the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ فِي الصَّرَّاءِ وَالضَّرَّاءِ وَالْكَاذِمِينَ الْغَيْبِ وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Those who pardon and forgive others. Someone wronged you many years ago. Call him and say, I forgive you. Someone asked for forgiveness. Do not be stubborn. Accept his forgiveness and pardon him. This will make you a big doer. وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ And Allah loves the good doers. Let us do tadafud, keep a blind eye sometimes to matters that are not worth fighting for the sake of doing ta'lif al-qulub, for reconciling the hearts. Let us try to put more efforts to say good words to others. And say to the people good words. Let us make more dua to Allah, more istighfar. Let us Lower our gazes more. Let us fast more. Let us visit the graves more. Let us do more tawbah. Let us leave the sins. Let us follow the Quran and the teachings of our Prophet Let us pray more. Let us do more shukr and husn al-dhan. Let us try to do more good habits and good deeds. And let us start seeking more knowledge as knowledge grants us and fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask him as the to forgive our sins. Allahumma qfir lana dhunubah. Wa kaffir anna sayyatina. Allahumma tahir lana khunubah. Allahumma ati nukusana taqwaha. Wa zakkiha anta khayru man zakkaha. Anta waliyuha wa maulaha. Allahumma ja'anna min al-muttaqeen. As-sadiqeen. As-salihin. Al-muhsirin. ونعوذ بك أن نكون من الظالمين أو المنافقين اللهم قنبعون إخواننا المساكين في اليمن اللهم قنبعون إخواننا المستضعفين في الشام اللهم قنبعون إخواننا المستضعفين في فلسطين اللهم حرر الأقصى اللهم عليك بالظالمين اللهم عليك بالظالمين اللهم عليك بالظالمين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين إن للصلاة الحمد لله